Hey everyone, welcome to Be The Change. My name is Lily Mott, and today I'm going to be talking about how change comes when you fight for other people. This week's guest is Sarvani Kunaparetti, who is an immigration activist and one of the founders of the organization, The Hidden Dream. Sarvani has a really interesting story, and I'm super excited to share it with you. So without further ado, let's get started. So I'm currently a senior at Liberty High School in Missouri. Uh, I found out about the whole immigration realm and the multiple issues back summer before freshman year of high school. And you know, there was a lot to ingest because I was like, I was just a child. I was like, oh, like that's, I just didn't know a lot. And that's when I first found out. And ever since then, it was more of bringing awareness in my community throughout school. And then bringing awareness to like senators, local public leaders, because they, oftentimes they didn't even know that this issue was a thing. You know, we're, it's, there's also a misconception that like immigration is a big issue that people like really talk about. It's if people don't talk about it a lot in mainstream media or just with local um, leaders. So that was my first big thing. And then, uh, you know, for years I had thought that I was lonely like I thought I was like the only one facing this issue but um during COVID so like I think back in June I started meeting other people that were in the same situation as me and many of them are older uh many of them are in college seniors in college um some have graduated so after meeting them we were like okay like this is a thing so we're like let's create an organization that can you know help with this issue just kind of bring awareness about it and create a community so people don't feel so lonely because i can easily tell you that my mental health personally took a hit after finding out that i would face the possibility of getting deported at 21 so just creating a little community was one of the biggest things the hidden dream does and so right now we're just kind of trying to increase our reach help more people through workshops. And, you know, um, this past year we raised money to give out scholarships because many students like me were not eligible for a lot of scholarships. So we were like, let's do that. And, you know, we kicked it off with it this year with that. So right now we're just trying to continue our mission. Definitely. Thank you so much for sharing that background about the hidden dream and for coming on the show. You mentioned finding out that you were at risk of being deported when you turned 21, which is such a scary reality that so many people don't have to deal with. Can you tell me some about that moment and maybe the thoughts, the feelings you had when you learned about that? You said it was during your freshman year of high school, right? Yeah, just like the summer before my freshman year. So I remember, you know, I was like, we were getting ready for high school. Everyone was making plans of like, classes and what are we going to do like all that fun stuff and you know I was excited too and I think it was maybe a month before school started my parents were like they kind of sat me down and they're they just wanted to be open with me and you know even growing up I always knew that I didn't have a green card I was an immigrant I was very very aware of that but when they told me that I would I might be deported if I don't have a green card I was I was kind of lost at first I'd say like I was confused because I thought I understood my situation well enough to be able to handle that news. But for a moment I was lost, but then 
I kind of tried to understand it. So my mom, she sat me down and she explained to me what would go on with that. And, you know, I was like really sad because, you know, I've grown up here my entire life. My friends are here. Most of my family's here. I felt like this was my home. I've always felt included. I just thought that this was it. But then this whole thing just kind of put everything into like a perspective. And at first I was like, well, that, that can't be it. Like there has to be something I can do. And, you know, I talked to like a lot of my friends that were, you know, immigrants or student, like kids of immigrants. And a lot of them weren't facing the same situation. So that kind of put this little idea in my head that it was my fault somehow, even though I couldn't have control over it. So for a few months there, I just, I kept trying to like figure out what I could do to fix this. Even though personally I couldn't do much, like it's, it's the system. So at that point, I, um, I started talking to my friends because I, like my parents understood well enough that this was something I had to face. So, you know, they'd be open with me. They'd try to get me to talk to them if I ever had any issues. So that was helpful, but I was like, I need to talk to some friends here. And um, a lot of my closest friends, they knew that I wanted to go into the medical field. And even freshman year, uh, my parents were like, you have to start looking into colleges and how you're treated as an international student or in-state student. So at that point, I was looking at colleges and I realized if I wanted to go into the medical field, it would be a lot harder. And a lot of medical schools wouldn't necessarily give me a lot of opportunities. So at that point, it was another aspect where I had to think about what am I going to do for my future? And this was a freshman me, just freshman year. So I was like, I have to think about so much. And I feel like this whole like journey has made me grow up faster. But I think I was, at the same time, I was, it was a good thing I found out as, um, as young as I did, because now I was able to kind of set myself up and prepare for what was to come. So I would say it was like a blessing in disguise. Uh, it kind of helped me um, decide what I wanted to go into. So I want to major in computer science, but um, this whole journey has told me that I also want to kind of do something in public policy with computer science. So that was a big thing for me. And I was able to get closer with my teachers because a lot of them, they knew about this and, you know, the history teachers are like, that's not a thing. And, you know, they were trying to research and most of my school, I think, most of them knew about this at some point. And it just helped me personally to share my story instead of being quiet about it. Just raising awareness was the biggest thing I believe I could have done in that situation. So you were featured on Teen Vogue's list of 21 under 21, which is such a huge honor. So congratulations on that. And I saw your Teen Vogue interview, and you mentioned how immigration legislation sometimes pits different immigrant communities against one another. Can you explain that idea some? Sure. So I wouldn't necessarily just the Trump administration. I think this has been going on for years. So there have been a lot of bills. So let me go back. The entire immigration system for immigrants coming on a visa, it has, there have been no bills that have come into existence since about 1990. And I think the biggest issue with that is there's so many immigrants coming in and, you know, because of a better life. So everyone's coming to lead a better life, but the system itself is not changing and adapting to that. So I think that's one of the biggest issues at the core. And there have been multiple bills. Um, there's one in the Senate right now that uh, aims to change the number of uh, green cards being given out. And 
at the core, yes, it might help, but in the future, this would cause another backlog, but it would cause it for multiple communities. So there has to be a bill instead of saying, oh, these countries should be put above these countries. That's what a lot of these bills seem to do. And I feel like instead of doing something like that, it should be where like they're equal because personally, like you can't just say one country is better than the other immigrants. Like that itself is very messed up, but they always try to kind of pit different immigrant communities, whether it's Asians or Hispanics or DACA recipients, they always try to say, oh, well, we did this for DACA or this for another group. And it seems like the immigrants themselves are being hurt by this every time because they have a small sense of hope that, oh, maybe, maybe something will help for me. But in reality, nothing changes. And this has been going on for years now. And like, it's, it's just got an ongoing cycle. And I feel like politicians seem to do that so often that at this point, I'm just not surprised anymore. Like, it seems like change is not coming anytime soon. Interesting. Yeah, that's so frustrating. Kind of along those same lines, I know you just said that you feel like changes aren't coming anytime soon, but what changes would you like to see or are you hoping for in the future? Sure. So I personally, I hope that there is comprehensive immigration reform because as we've seen, there's so many different bills, but none of them realistically help the communities that they're meant to. And I just hope in the future, there's, there are bills that actually help these communities. So the CSPA that protects children of immigrants who were um, brought here at a young age, and they're going to age out. The system itself ages these kids out at the age of 21, And I just truly hope that there is immigration reform to protect all children of immigrants because I've seen so many different students who are in college who are now having to switch to a student visa or they have to leave the country like without their parents. So it's just heartbreaking to see that. And I do hope there's reform for that. Definitely. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. So I have kind of a signature question that I'd like to ask all of my guests. Lots of young people, particularly college students, want to create change and they want to make a difference in the world. What advice do you most want to share with these young people who may not know where to get started? I think the biggest piece of advice is it's, it's going to be scary at first. You're going to be scared of what other people say to you or what backlash you might hear. But I think the biggest thing is to stay true to what you believe in and try to keep your mission going. Because I can assure you that there are others who wanna speak out, who are in the same situations as you that wanna fight, but they might not be able to. So if not for you, fight for the other people because it's, it's important to create change at this point. I really, really liked that last sentence of Servani's advice. If not for you, fight for the other people. I think that's such an important thing to remember, especially for people in positions of privilege who have the opportunity and the means to speak up and make a change for others. Sarvani is working on an important cause with The Hidden Dream, and it's great because she recognizes that she isn't only raising awareness for herself, but she's also representing so many other kids and their families in similar situations to hers. Sarvani advocates for immigration reform because it's an issue that affects so many people, and change comes when you choose to fight for other people.
Thank you so much for listening to this episode, and you can follow Sarvani on Instagram at Sarvani underscore K21, and you can follow The Hidden Dream at underscore The Hidden Dream underscore. If you want to talk about anything I mentioned, please reach out to me by email at lily at bethechangepodcast.org or on Instagram at bethechangepodcast. Tune in for my next episode, but until then... Be the change you wish to see in the world. Bye, guys.